And finally, it's day 24, day 24 of the League December 2023 challenge. All glory to God. All glory to God for seeing us to the very end of this challenge. We started this in 2021 and God has granted that we're able to complete this year's uh, challenge as well. Day 24 and I invite you all to join in giving a round of applause to our reader this year who has stayed with us from the beginning. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much, sis, for staying with us to the very end. I do pray that uh, the Lord will bless you immensely in Amen. Jesus' name. And to Amen. you too for participating, for listening, I pray that the blessing of knowing the Lord more will be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, say, say a word of prayer as we begin. Okay, Father, we thank you that we have come to the end of Luke 24. However, it's the end, but we pray that it's going to be the beginning of new insight for Amen. us all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Keep us as your, as your tool Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, A- Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, indeed. Okay, Luke 24 from the New King James Version. Please open your Bible and join us in reading. And afterwards, we're going to have uh, a short exposition on Luke 24. Okay, what do you say? Okay. He is risen. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb, and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen clothes lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. The road to Emmaus, verse 13. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to the village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained, so that they did not know him. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priest and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. 
But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who, had, who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. For him they did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets had, have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? At the beginning, at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. The disciples' eyes opened. Verse 28. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road? And while he opened the scriptures to us, so they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened to the road on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Jesus appears to his disciples. Verse 36. Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hand and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see they have. 40. When he had said this, this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate in their presence. The scriptures opened, verse 44. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, Thus it was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name by all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you endure with power from on high. The ascension, verse 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God.
Amen. Amen. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. And yes, a resounding amen to that. That concludes the gospel account of St. Luke. Luke chapter 24 for today, day 24 of Luke December challenge. Now let's let's go on a treasure hunt and look through this chapter and search for treasures therein. Let's see some of the treasures we can uh, identify today. The first one is this. Notwithstanding that the women who were with Jesus, the women who stood afar off. Remember that from Luke 23 verse 55, we, re- we, we read that the women who had come with him from Galilee, followed from afar, and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid. You see, these women stood with Christ during his ministry, during his arrest, during his suffering, during his trial, during his crucifixion, and even after the, after his death, they continued with him. They followed Joseph of Arimathea. They, they, they stood by to know where he would be buried. They saw where he was buried. And now we read in chapter 24 that even the first day of the week, that is after uh, the death and burial of our Lord, very early in the morning, they rose and went to the tomb. Uh, they had with them spices with which they, uh, they intended to prepare the body of our Lord. And as I read this, it comes to me. It says, you see, the Spirit says, uh, at a time when they ought to have been sorrowful, when they ought ordinarily, humanly speaking, to have been disappointed and dejected, where ordinarily they ought to have lost all hope, where many others would just sit back and throw their hands in the air and say, well, all is lost, and say all is over, and say there is nothing more to be done, and say, well, let's move on to the next thing. They stayed with the Lord. I mean, one, he talks about honor for our Lord, so much so that ah, the man they knew, the man they had respected, the man who had done so much for them, the man who had given them uh, a glimpse of heaven, they stood with him even in death. Even in death. They did not say, well, the man is dead. He's dead. Let, let's go a different ways. Or let me go to my business. The man is dead. No. I see there is something uh, that is called love, that is called honor, uh, that compels a person to continue to honor the memory of another who has died. Because once the person has died, see, he's not going to know what you are doing after his death. But there's something called love. There's something called honor. So much so uh, that those who are parents they loved, but which parents have died, they they may better understand that that even in death you continue to venerate their memory. Even in death you want to put their face in order out of love, out of love. And you see the the women who did this on the on the first day of the week who rose very early to go to the tomb. You see they displayed. Uh, that true love, that true love for the Savior, for Jesus Christ. And you see, again, it's an example of people who found the courage to still seek out Jesus, even in their sorrow, even in their sorrow. And you see, uh, they experienced the blessing of those who seek out Jesus in their sorrows. Those who have faith enough to seek out Jesus in their sorrows, you know what will happen to them? They will see the glory of God. They will see the glory of God. If you believe, you see the glory of God. That's what Jesus said to the sisters of Lazarus. And this is exactly what happened to the women who, despite their sorrow, despite their sadness, rose up early and sought Jesus. And sought Jesus. You know what happened to them? They saw the angel. They were the first. They were the first to receive the news of the of the resurrection of our Lord. 
Indeed, if you believe, you see the glory of God, if from the depth of sorrow, from the depth of sadness, from the depth of disappointment, from the depth of hopelessness, you look up by faith and you seek Jesus Christ. If you seek me, you will find me when you seek for me with all your heart. That's what the Lord said uh, through the mouth of the prophet. And indeed, those who seek the Lord will find him. Those who believe, we see the glory of God. We see the glory of God. In, in verse 5, we have one of the uh, most iconic lines from the gospel account. I to St. Luke, the angel saying to the women, Why do you seek the living among the dead? And that reminds us today, in today's world, in so many religions, so many uh, gods in inverted commas, but all of them, you can point to their, to their tombs, but for our Lord Jesus Christ, he has no tomb to point to. He is risen. He is not here, but he is risen. And that is what we must proclaim until the very end. He is not here, but he is risen. Christ is risen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen indeed. Again, let's move forward to verse 11. When the women went back to the other disciples, they said it to them. Verse 11, And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. See, uh, there were disciples who were with Jesus. There were disciples who heard him. When he had said to them, Look, it will, the time will come when I would suffer, the time will come when I will be crucified, the time will come when I will rise again. Yet they did not believe the women. When the women went back to them, saying, The Lord is risen. They did not believe. Verse 11 says, Their words seemed to them like idle tales. Like idle tales. And there are many in the world today to whom the gospel continues to sound like idle tales. If the gospel does not sound to you like idle tales, thank God that the Spirit has roused you, the Spirit has taught your heart to understand the truth, to understand the truth of the gospel. But there are so many people today in the world to whom the gospel still sounds like idle tales. I mean, just go on Twitter and say that you believe in the bodily resurrection of our Lord, that you believe in the literal truth of the gospel account. And you, have, and you find many people who are going to make a jest of you, who are going to laugh at you. They will almost laugh you to scorn and say, are you, are you kidding me? You believe, uh, you believe that? Uh, to many people in the world today, the gospel sounds like idle tales. Like idle tales. But to us, it is the power of God to salvation. But Peter was not among those to whom he sounded like I do. He rose immediately and ran to the tomb. And that's a challenge to you and me. When you hear of the work of God in the life of another person, you should rise immediately. Rise immediately uh, to to celebrate the Lord, to celebrate him, to celebrate because nothing must ever appear to you like impossible, like too difficult for God to do. Uh, nothing must ever appear to you like, or oh, even this the Lord will not do. No, uh, those who know the Lord, they behave like Peter when they hear that he's risen, when they hear that he has done something mighty, they rise up immediately. They rise up immediately uh, trying to be a part of the miracle uh, that has been said to happen. That should be the Christian approach, uh, not to sit back and say, oh, what I do tells, and not believe. And that is a beautiful story about the, the disciples on the Emmaus Road. What a beautiful story. They kept talking about the Lord, and the Lord appeared to them. And then he told them from, the, from Moses to the prophet to the Psalms, how everything, every one of them, Moses, the prophets, uh, the Psalms, how every one of them spoke about our Lord. 
how all of them spoke about our Lord. And this is a lesson for us, a lesson for us that the scripture is one, it is whole, it is whole, it is whole. Everything must be taken together and all of the scriptures testify about Christ. All of the scriptures testify about Christ. I pray that as you read the scriptures, whatever portion of the scripture you are reading, that the Holy Spirit will reopen your heart to see that they all point to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. After the other discussion, Jesus wanted to uh, go forward to another place. But you know uh, what we read, verse 29, But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. That should be the prayer of every Christian, Abide with us, abide with us, abide with us. You know that popular uh, Christmas carol, the closing line of the song, uh, of the hymn, O Legitimate Bethlehem. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our God, Emmanuel. Abide with us. That should be the prayer of every Christian. Abide with us. Remember uh, Jacob, when he wrestled with that man, he said to him, I will not let you go until you bless me. He said, you have to hold on to God. Hold on to him tenaciously. Uh, the way that our Lord explained it, uh, during his early ministry was to say that men ought to pray and not faint. You have to you have, you have, you have to you have to you have to engage in prayer, wrestle with God in prayer, saying, Bless me before you go, abide with me, do not go, do not go away from me, abide with me. And the assurance we have from Revelation 3 20 is this Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he with me and that's exactly what happened there. They constrained the Lord, abide with us, for it is toward evening. And He did abide with them. He broke bread with them, and it was as He broke bread uh, that their eyes were opened, and and they knew that it was the Lord. But then immediately he vanished from their sight. And He said to one another, "Did not our heart burn within us while He talked with us on the road, and while He opened the scriptures, while He opened the scriptures to us?" I mean. What I want to bring out of, of this is this. You see, these disciples, they were they were believing disciples. Genuinely troubled, genuinely confused about what happened. I mean, you would find them, you would find that from their discussion, they were talking about what happened, how the women went to the tomb and claimed that the body of our Lord was not there. How some disciples also went there like Peter to verify. And they also came back saying, well, we did not find the body of our Lord there. They were genuinely, they loved the Lord, they believed in him, but they were genuinely confused as to what happened. And you see, the truth that the Holy Spirit continues to minister to me, and with the Bible support from beginning to the end, is that those who genuinely, genuinely seek the Lord, but who may be confused in one way or another, they will have the Lord speak to them. The Lord will reveal himself to anyone who is a genuine seeker. That's the truth that the Bible supports from beginning to the end. That the Lord will reveal himself to every genuine seeker. Everybody who is genuinely seeking the Lord, the Lord will reveal himself uh, to such a one. Remember that Ethiopian who was reading the book of Isaiah and had, had no idea what the book was about. Did the Lord not send to him an interpreter? Remember Cornelius, a conscientious believer who did not know the Lord? Did the Lord not send Peter to him? Remember Thomas? Thomas, a believer, but who doubted because he was not there when the Lord first appeared. Did the Lord not appear to him again? See, the Lord will, will appear to anyone who is a genuine seeker. And that is why the heart truly matters. The heart matters. If your heart is truly seeking the Lord, if you are truly confused about anything, 
And even, I mean, not, not, this is not even talking about those who don't believe. If you're already in the Lord, but there's something truly, uh, not clear to you. You are genuinely confused about something or something has happened to you or to another person that is making you truly confounded. Just look up to God and call out to Him. He's going to send, uh, somebody to you or appear to Him Himself or show you a dream or show you a vision or point to the scriptures that will explain a way away your confusion and your doubt it does not hide it does not hide from from those who are genuine seekers and that's one truth we can take away uh, from this account of the disciples on the Emmaus road the lord is risen indeed uh, verse 34 and that should be a, that should be our mantra and it's our mantra in the christian church now until eternity the lord is the lord is risen the lord is risen indeed and then the lord said to them tarry in jerusalem until you are endued with power from an eye we all need the power we need the power of god to do his work to do ministry work even to live the christian life we need the power of the holy spirit and the lord has, has sent his holy spirit on the day of pentecost he has poured his spirit on all flesh and i pray that you will never grieve the holy spirit i pray that we abound more and more in the joy of the holy spirit and the holy spirit will empower you as we go into this new year, to do exploits for him, to stand strong for him, to resist sin and all the pressures of this world, and to be the ambassador, the ambassador of Christ in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much for staying with us today for day 24 of Luke December Challenge 20. And Lord, we thank you for bringing us to the very end of this year's edition of Luke December Please grant that we not be only the hearers or readers of your word, but also the doers of your word in Jesus' name. Grant, O oh Lord, that it will please you that next year we all will be here to read again this wonderful book. We ask this in faith and with thanksgiving in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. 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 Christ.